You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Jeff and I will be your host today. We're going to have a three for all, one of our more common formats lately, featuring Neil, Matt and Ken. How are you guys doing? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, This almost was a uh, one-on-one, but we managed Mm -hmm. to rig up an impromptu mic stand for uh, Neil here, who has a kind of oddly shaped microphone for a change. We'll post a picture on uh, on the comments of this episode let us know what you think although it'll never probably be used again and yeah. we'll make sure to get patrick Swayze in the background oh yeah we'll have to do that that's a good call so we really appreciate our patreon so we can get that mic stand i think, <laughs> I think that's the <laughs> next step so or or dedicated mics uh so some of the mics that we use to record the show we actually borrow so uh we we don't have them on a consistent basis it would be nice to just be able to set up the office here and uh, have everything kind of ready to go every time we walk in. So and we actually only need forty bucks to get two more mics. And, and Neil good. has also been evicted, so we're recording from the alley today. <laughs> we are recording from the alley. Uh, there was going to be a fourth contestant, but uh, he's in the middle of a bowel movement behind the dumpster. So. <laughs> anyway, on that note, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> so if you would like to support us directly, we would appreciate it. Uh, as we've mentioned before, there are hosting fees and uh, we would like to secure some equipment and upgrade some of the already existing equipment that we do own, um, which we've gotten fortunately from donations. Uh, and you can do that for us at patreon.com slash triviality podcast. And we have an exciting new announcement about our website. Uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about that, Matt. Yeah, we have a new website. Uh, you go to uh, trivialitypodcast.com. You can get uh, all the links to how to get in touch with us, uh, show notes, uh, episodes. Everything's going to be on there. So we're going to start guiding you that way. And Jeff, I think you're going to add a wall of heroes, you said, too. Yes. So uh, as a Patreon perk for any of you who donate more than $3 a month, we have a little wall of heroes that we're going to be putting up. So those of you who are already uh, Patreon supporters, thank you very much Uh, to the three of you. We have two more that we got in September. Uh, That would be Jason and Greg. So thank you guys. We really appreciate that. Those names will be going up there. And uh, just as a small uh, little perk to anybody, $10 a month and higher, we consider those official sponsors. So those people are going to be getting their names in the show notes of every episode. So thanks, you guys. Yeah, thank you. And uh, if you guys enjoyed last week's episode, which was the Game of Death episode, let us know in the comments uh, if you haven't already. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of it and would take on Team Triviality and our uh, personal pagoda, let us know and we'll make that happen for you as well. Though it should be mentioned uh, that it might come with a slight rules tweak. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still working out the, the kinks of the Game of Death. And if there's any suggestions that you guys have uh, listening to the episode, what you like, what you didn't like, what you thought worked, uh, please let us know. Feel free to reach out to us on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, email us directly, trivialitypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to send in those question five submissions, too. All right. And without further ado, Jeff, let's run down the rules. Thanks, Ken. So, as always, it's going to be 20 questions in a variety of topics worth 10 points apiece, split into two rounds. Halftime, there's going to be a special swing round designed by me where players can rack up additional points. At the end of regulation, players will enter the final round, where the points they've accumulated can be wagered 0 to 30 on five categorized questions. And as always, at the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. But the cream rise to the top, oh yeah. Question one. If you are graced by a group of unicorns, what would you call them? 
Regardless of what you call them, they would almost certainly be conducive to your happiness or welfare. So this is basically what's a group of unicorns called? Yes, it is. Wait, are unicorns real? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, it's another horned horned animal, magical uh-huh. horned animal. Yeah, I mean they like, are like, the national like the animal, narwhal or the woolly mammoth. Mm. They are the national animal of Scotland, so you need to know what a group of them is called. Obviously, <clears throat> oh, they that, are. Is that actually true? That is true. That is true. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know that. That would have been a better question. Which... No, because then it's a geography question. And I'm gonna get <laughs> flack for it. <laughs> I don't like it, but it's what it is. I have. I just wrote something. Yep. All right, uh, I will go with Neil to start. I I had no idea, so I just put a joy. Matt? Oh, that's not bad. I just put my favorite uh, grouping name as a business of unicorns. And Ken? I went with a well-being of unicorns. So there were there are actually two clues in there. Uh, if you say grace, it's a blessing. Also mm. conducive to happiness or welfare, to be blessed. A, oh. blessing, of a blessing of unicorns. I guess you would be blessed if you saw it. Multiple unicorns coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag blessed. Uh huh. I would like to be blessed with a question I know the answer to. Sure. Question two. Perfect. What element must be present for something to be considered organic chemistry? I think I have the answer. All right. I just wrote an element down. I always like to go first with Neil on the element questions. Uh, as as per usual, uh, I just name an element that I I know, and I've been looking up more elements, so I think I'm up to three now. Iodine potassium and my answer carbon mm-hmm. they put the building block of matter carbon yeah usually when uh, somebody's particularly annoying me i say they're a waste of good carbon so i went uh, carbon so you are all correct yeah oh, man. Uh, although me? matt's a little wrong because he said it, the building block of all matter which it's, it's only a little bit of, of the spectrum <laughs> of matter building block of life maybe is what you meant yeah, but yes you are all correct with carbon i took environmental bio- biology in college because i didn't want to take real biology well that probably benefited you on this question on this one it did a little bit we did a lot of compost heaps this might be the first element question i've gotten right <laughs> neil it's happening not to take away from your tremendous accomplishment, don't but it's this. also like the softball of chemistry don't, questions. Don't do it. On, don't take chef. it away. <laughs> I know it's a softball. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you I, ri- start I ripped the seams off of yes. it, though. That's what softball I said. Softball <laughs> made up of carbon. <laughs> Every great baseball player played uh, t-ball or softball before. That's so. right. <laughs> and all of them were intentionally walked like me. In t-ball? Yes. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. like no, I never played uh, t-ball. Question three. Which U.S. state is the only one to have a flag which features two separate designs, one for each side? As a hint, the obverse features a beaver. Mm-hmm. I know this one. I've heard this. Did you this. say one for each side? Yes. Well, uh, what's that great video that you had me watch, the TED Talk? I really enjoyed that about vexillology. Oh, yeah, with uh, like a design with Roman Mars, essentially. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just in with a random answer. All right, I will kick it to Ken. Since uh, you mentioned the beaver, I went with something close to Canada, North Dakota. Mm. And Matt? Uh, Oregon. Oh, that makes sense. I went with Oregon as well. All right. And points will be going to Matt and Neil. Yeah. So I believe it's a seal on one side and then a golden beaver on a blue field. A seal? Like, Like, oh, oh, oh. no, I was thinking like kiss from a rose seal. (laughs) (laughs) Can someone make that flag, please? That's Uh, not even his best song. That's all right, but someone's got to make a seal on one side and beaver on the other side. Flag. What's number one in your seal song power ranking? Uh, whatever the one that I can't remember if it's the title, but never going to survive. Okay. Question four. Greater than and less than are mathematical functions that show this relationship between numbers. Hmm. It's a close I've gotten to writing like a pure math question. <laughs> math is hard. Neil, what's the highest math you ever took? It would have been geometry. Hmm. I guess sophomore year. I had algebra. No, I I didn't. I was all arts, man. I I did the minimal requirement of math that I could, and I got a C, <laughs> I and think I left. Trig was required. I uh, yeah, for me, I just had to do two science and two math in four years. I did you went uh, to the same high school, Neil. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I did biology. No, I, that's not true. I did biology, physics, and uh, intro science, but math I only did two. Yeah, I was somehow able to get out of it because I I, I I heard a lack of chemistry. I've never done Maybe. chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> That's surprising. All the uh, chemistry I did was in between change? the halls. Neil's three years older than me. It, it might have to do something with the affair we, I had with my guidance we counselor. We only had to do two math and sciences. No, I'm going to ignore that. We only had to do two math and sciences. Uh, I do not have an answer, but I will have a guess. Uh-huh. So. so why don't we throw it to Matt? I just put uh, orders of magnitude. 
Um, I assume you're looking for a very specific math term. I'm not sure what it is, but I put down a math term, and I went with the difference. Mm -hmm. I just put alligator mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Those are representative of inequality. Inequalities. Uh, I see what you're getting at there. On to question five, which is our listener-submitted question. Uh, I've not had my inbox flooded recently, so this is going to be one that I've written. Yeah, so if you guys hate this question, make sure you start submitting some so Jeff doesn't have to write them anymore. Yeah, we need more people sliding into the DM, so make it happen. (laughs) I should pick a worse question then. (laughs) I'll stick with it. Question five. Possession, a 1993 song written by this artist, was inspired by fan-written love letters she received. So it's not Seal. No, it's not. Uh, Possession. 1993. Yeah, when you find out that these are letters written from her stalker, it's it's super creepy to listen to. She wrote it as a way to kind of cope and deal with that. It's, it's a pretty cool story. Okay, I have the best guess I can make. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, sure. I wrote Paula Abdul, because I know that she was stalked, and that's around the era. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, I, I initially, for some reason, Fiona Apple was in my head, but then I just went really simple and went with Madonna. I Dallas. went with uh, Mariah Carey. Would it help if I told you that she's making us all cry now with ASPCA commercials? Oh, oh. Sarah, McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. And her famous 93 hit, Possession. I don't think I know that one. I'll play it for you real quick. Nah, we're good. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't need to hear it. Question six. People in the southern U.S. may call a shopping cart a shopping this. No horse or baby required. Oh, okay. I'm in. Okay. We'll start with Ken. I'm going with Carriage. I used to work at Jewel as uh, a cart boy, and sometimes people would say, can you go get me a buggy? Oh, no. And Neil? I, actually, I put buggy as well, but carriage sounded good. Uh, it is buggy. Oh, my Ooh. God. It's a very, it, it's, and generally, they were Southern, and they would say, can you go get me a buggy? And that would come up. And that's Rubber that's, baby bubby bubby. I'm really good oh, at that, you too. nailed it, too. Rubber baby bubby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good at it. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Mm, the one I'm really good so at is good. uh is um what's the the one? Not uh the beaver one. She sells seashells by the No, seashell. no. Oh yeah. Peter Pepper picked a peck of pickle peppers, peck of pickle peppers, Peter Pepper picked. There we go. Great. Doesn't make up for what you did before that. No, but I got ten points. Well, it's a good thing we have that pop filter on for that one. Question seven. In nineteen seventy seven, this musician may have asked a bartender for drinks from Jim Beam, Johnny Walker, and Guinness. If he did, I'm sure he'd ask for one of each, and in that order. God, 1977 is in there as a hint to discourage you from thinking of other artists who've cur- um, covered that song. So, I think this is the name. I can't. I know the song. I just can't remember who sang it. Okay. Oh god, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, I think it's George something. <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, this is the the one whiskey, one bourbon, one beer song, and I can't think of the. It's a it's a bourbon, a scotch, and a beer. Scotch? Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, so it's scotch. That's interesting. Johnny Walker. Yeah, makes scotch. I thought he just wanted a random like, just just give me a shot of whatever you, you know, just give me lemon cello whatever. Well, because as you know, as not a drinker, I was like, well, yeah. let me look up some famous shots, yeah. and then I was just like, one scotch, one beer, okay, cool, yeah. I can go with this. Because if the shot was like Malort, you would need that beer a lot faster. <laughs> Get that taste out of your mouth. To our non-Chicago, no. there. <laughs> another very Chicago-centric reference. Malort is disgusting liqueur that we drink for some reason in this it's like town. Who drinks that gasoline? Because <laughs> oh, he also sings bad to the bone. This is killing me. All right, I think it's George something. I could be wrong. I'm just going to say yeah. George Costanza. Wonderful, Art <laughs> Art Vandalay. Uh, I said uh, I think it's John Cocker, maybe. Okay. I, I didn't know. I just went with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, but I don't think it's him. Yeah, you all destroyed this question. George Thorogood. Thorogood. Oh, no, he said George something. John You're thinking of Joe Cocker. I sure am. Not John Cocker, Joe Cocker. He did uh, the Wonder Years theme song. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> question eight. As far as I know, this company's not yet been sued for false advertising. However, it's highly unlikely they can change your oil in 33.3564 picoseconds. Yeah, I'm between two, and I just flipped a mental coin and went with one. All right, Ken seemed to be somewhat confident. He was in first. I'm going to go with uh, Jiffy Lube, assuming that a Jiffy is actually mm. a actual measure of time. I went. I was between Jiffy Lube and Midas, and I guessed wrong, I believe, and put Midas. 
Oh, Jeff, Jiffy is a great guest. I didn't even think of Jiffy Lube. I just put Pep Boys. So it is a Jiffy <sighs> Lube. So yes, uh, Ken is correct. He'll be getting points on that one. Uh, just a little bit of background here. The word Jiffy's been around since at least the late 18th century. Uh, they're not sure where the word comes from, but it originally popped up as a thieves slang for lightning. Mm. Um, fast forward about a century, uh, physical chemist Gilbert Newton Lewis came up with the word photon. He also suggested Jiffy as officially defined uh, the time that it takes for light to travel one centimeter in a vacuum, which so is about 33.3564 picoseconds. Yeah. Yep. That's a good question. Yeah. Question nine. Which Japanese auto manufacturer always tries to use 23 on their race cars? Because in Japanese, two and three is pronounced the same way as their name. I got it. You should. I'm in. I'm in, yeah. Ken, having studied Japanese, should be able to get this pretty quickly. Yeah, I will build suspense. We'll start with Neil. Uh, Ichi Nissan, so Nissan. Nissan. Uh, Matt? I, I, was, I knew it had to be, obviously, a two-syllable one, and I didn't think of Honda, uh, so I put... But I put a Hyundai, which is probably wrong. And South Korean. Ken. Nissan. All right. Ken and Neil will be getting points on that one. I think that question was biased. <laughs> I know nothing about Japanese culture. You know I, a little bit about the number 23, though, don't that, you? That's true. If it was MJ, that'd be all right. Question. Oh, and it's our 23rd episode, isn't it? Oh, there's a lot of synergy in this. Question 10. Some people thought that this filter song was about the death of Kurt Cobain, but it was actually about the live suicide of Robert Bud Dwyer, state treasurer for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in 1987. I don't think I know any filter songs. I can't think of any. I'm getting it mixed up with Shinedown, I think, or something equally terrible. I don't know. I kind of like filter. Um, had the privilege to live switch their uh, live performance at JBTV. Oh. Did they play the song in question? They did play this song yes they didn't oh. they did not play their other um famous single gotcha if if the song is what i think it is i don't think i know the title but i think i know the song uh so i wrote something down and i'm locked in i have a question if we're um for hazy on the, the actual full title is is that passable no it needs to be the exact wording the only reason i did that is because okay. i gave you i gave you the band and a situation that is pretty indicative so I, of what the title is. I have be. a filter set list. <laughs> Hang, I have a, uh, a framed picture of all my uh, JBTV set lists. Um, so I have the filter set list hanging on my wall, and I'm just making sure uh, I have the title of the song right. I feel like I've heard of this song. Like It's like they're talking to someone, but... We'll start with Neil. I didn't know, so I just put Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> That's it. Yep, got it. Nailed it. Uh, I think it's that song that's uh, staring down the barrel of a forty-five, and it's not. He's shaking his head. But I, <laughs> I just put a uh, barrel of a forty-five. All right, and Ken. So this is, uh, hey man, nice shot. Hey man, nice gun, nice shot, man. Um, I'm just gonna go with. I'm just gonna go with nice shot. So you had it originally. It is Hey Man, yeah, Nice, nice shot. shot. Yeah, I knew it was them What's, talking to someone. I just didn't know what it was. That's what I wrote on my nice shot, man. too. I just didn't What's the other it. song I would know? Take a picture. Uh, picture. Nah. All right, so on to a score recap following the first round. Matt and Ken both have 30 points. Yeah, after a little stumble on that last question. And Neil has 40. Ooh, hey, nice job. So today we're going to challenge your recollection of Disney movies. I'm going to give you 10 songs featured in disney films and i'm just looking for the 10 disney titles i'm going to be giving you five points apiece for these great you will be giving me five points apiece for these i guarantee it call challenge them, accepted call my shots for each of those yes <laughs> all right we'll see how well you do i hope i can disprove that i'm not good at this I'm not good at <laughs> i hope these are more classic than they are uh, modern yeah they they range they no, no, no spoilers Let's fair go. enough they so i did watch half of moana last night oh, before good. falling asleep so perfect as long as the song is from the first half <laughs> <laughs> no don't worry i don't think the uh the work of jermaine clement is featured in this mm. particular list so first song one jump ahead second song a dream is a wish your heart makes number three is out there four just around the river bend five i see the light 
Six. Kiss the girl. Seven. Little April shower. Eight. You'll be in my heart. Nine. Why should I worry? Ten. I won't say I'm in love. I take back all my confidence about this category. We're going to go through them real quickly. So I'll, I'll just list them one through ten. Number one. One jump ahead. Number two. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Number three, out there. Number four, just around the river bend. Number five, I see the light. Six, kiss the girl. Number seven, little April shower. Number eight, you'll be in my heart. Number nine, why should I worry? And ten, I won't say I'm in love. Animated Disney films, correct? Yes, I went with canon animated Disney films. I'd get like five of these right. That's how I like the difficulty. Yeah. I like about 50% batting average. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more. Only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— we answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, through the magic of editing, all the answers are in. All right, so the answers are in. We're going to go question one, one jump ahead. What'd you say, Ken? That is Aladdin. And Matt? Aladdin. Neil. Aladdin. Clean sweep. That is Aladdin. Second song. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Neil. It's very familiar in my head and I know it's older. So I just took a guess with Cinderella. I thought that this was uh, Jiminy Cricket singing the song and I thought it was from the movie Pinocchio. I thought about that too. I think that's I when you wish upon a star, right? Maybe. That is Jiminy Cricket. I didn't. I felt like this was a female voice singing this one. And maybe it was Cinderella singing to the mice as they were settling down to bed or something like that. So I also want Cinderella. It is Cinderella. Oh, that's a good guess. I'm so glad I got that one. I was, I was. You were killing yourself over that. One. I was killing myself. There was much deliberation about three, <laughs> so that would be out there. What'd you say, Ken? So I think this actually starts somewhere out there, and I could not place it for the life of me. But I went with Snow White ultimately. Uh, American Tale. Uh, I was telling the guys, um, I just completely guessed. I was at a choir trip uh, for Disney, and we sang some songs from Hunchback, and I just figured Jeff would be devious, and I just guessed that because it's a random one that not too many people see. So I said Hunchback of uh, Notre Dame. It is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. No wow. way. I definitely had Is that the right up. song? Yes, it is. How does it even How go? How do I know it? How does it go? You know it from Community. Abed sings it several no, times. I don't know it from Him and Troy train their mouse to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch Community, though. How does it go? I think it goes Rolled somewhere out there. Okay, folks. So after some uh, some off mic research, we found that what we thought was the song is from American Tale. Unfortunately, that's not a Disney movie. And another song called Out There is from Hunchback of Notre Dame. So that's where we got screwed up. Somewhere out there is from American Tale. On to question four. I'm assuming this is a much more recognizable title. <laughs> yeah. Just around the river bend. What'd you say, Matt? Pocahontas. Same. Uh, I actually was go it was weird. I was going between Pocahontas and Snow White and I crossed them both out and I, I was just like I'm just gonna go with the obvious, so I went Pocahontas. Mm -hmm. It's Pocahontas. 
That's one of the more famous ones that's on this list, I think. Mm-hmm. Number five. I see the light. What'd you say, Ken? Oh, I didn't know about this one, so uh, I just went with uh, Lion King, though I don't think it's in there. I thought it was in reference to the the star from that they fly to in Peter Pan, so I said Peter Pan. So I, I was thinking of this end scene in Tangled, where they release these lights up into the air, so I guessed Tangled, but now rereading it, I'm thinking it could be the Firefly from Princess and the Frog with uh, Randy Newman. It is Tangled. Number six, Kiss the Girl. Probably the most famous one on this list. Yeah, that's uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Yep, the Petite Mermaid. Points all around. Mm-hmm. The Petite Mermaid. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to dock Matt an answer for that one. Thought he was being funny. Can't mess around on my show. Yep, titles are important. Number seven, Little April Shower. Neil? Uh, this one I just guessed, Princess and the Frog. I guessed Lilo and Stitch. I was thinking this might be that weird song that the flowers sing to Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Ken is a little bit closer on the time frame. Does anybody remember the song from Bambi? No. I don't remember any songs. It was just tears immediately and then taken out of the theater because I watched it when I was a little child. It was very sad. Number eight, You'll Be In My Heart. Who remembers this song? I do. Neil? From the from the famed artist Phil Collins, that would be Tarzan. Oh, I Matt? put <laughs> I put Robin Hood. And we're missing a lot of big big uh, Disney films here, and going for some of the some of the deep cuts. I went with uh, Tangled on this one. That was Tarzan. Phil uh, Phil Collins mm-hmm. did the soundtrack to that one. Well done, Neil. They also he also did a uh, a song with NSYNC for that album. Did I he? had the soundtrack to Tarzan. Oh. I think I still might somewhere. <laughs> Good soundtrack, I heard. That's all right. Mm. Number nine. Why should I worry? Ken, why should I worry? Because uh, I put Mulan. Yeah. I uh, I was thinking Frozen has to be on here somewhere, and I put Frozen. Ooh, Frozen's a good answer. I, I wasn't sure. I just put Sleeping Beauty. Maybe like she was thinking worrying about the prince or something, so I put Sleeping Beauty. Um, I refuse to write questions about Frozen. Uh, for any of you who are familiar mm-hmm. with the XM station, The Blend, um, they played uh, Let It Go basically on repeat for two months, so I can't watch that anymore. Uh, Why Should I Worry is from Oliver and Company. Oh, oh, yeah. What's Oliver and Company? <laughs> it's about a dog, right? It's about a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the, cat the cat mixes it up with a lot of dogs. Yeah, though. it's true. They were the company. Did, didn't Sir William Joel do, uh, do a lot of music for He that did one? do music for that one. I do not remember that one. Were they friends with the Aristocats? I it's like this whole time period I'm, I'm missing. I think I tried to I tried to go. I mean, it, it goes from fifties yeah. to current. Yeah. So it's, it tries to There's run. There's no whole Lion gamut. King on this list, but we did get Oliver and Company. Seems fair. There's no Lion King. There's there's no a lot of the yeah. famous ones. Like I kind of steered away from that. Number ten. I won't say I'm in love. Ken. I went with Princess and the Frog on this one. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, guess. I put Beauty and the Beast. I also put Beauty and the Beast, thinking she wouldn't want to say she was in love with the Beast. So that's actually from Hercules. Oh, oh, all right. Well, that didn't go that great for me. Recap: Neil coming out the victor on that one. He's going to be picking up thirty-five points for his oh. seven correct. Ken will be tacking another twenty onto his score for his four correct, and Matt another fifteen. So scores coming out of the mid round. Neil has seventy-five. Matt has 45 ken with 50 all right okay still anybody's game round two question one always starting with a favorite of mine geography which state has the highest population density u.s state everybody's in Mm -hmm. all right why don't i start with matt well i was thinking smaller states with big urban populations obviously um and all i could think of Boston and Massachusetts. It's a smaller state, so I said Massachusetts. All right. Neil? Uh, for no other reason, um, just from being there in Providence, I just went with Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was along the same lines as these guys. Um, I think Massachusetts is a little bit too big mm-hmm. um, to qualify. I could be wrong. I went with Connecticut. Well, you're, you're all kind of in the right area. It is in the northeast. In Delaware. But what you're, what you're not thinking about is a lot of the New York metro area extends into new jersey so it's actually new jersey that makes sense yes Hmm. question two what are the four houses at hogwarts no boo this question neil 
Uh, Hold on. Oh, Matt's oh. still thinking. I've never Sorry. read a Harry Potter book, so this oh. might take me a second. I thought this was like a freebie. No, I've <laughs> never seen or read or know anything about Harry Potter. I feel like Matt would choose himself to be in the green and black house, for those who know what that is. Uh, Why don't you name, ask us to name the like wizards of Middle Earth or something like that? Like we did a whole, we did a whole episode about that. Also, I choose other things to torture Neil oh, with. Uh, mostly how about science. Uh, Harry Potter lay it on me? Uh, any listeners want to come on for Harry Potter? We can do that. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to lock in with three because I don't know anymore. All right. I have Gryffindor, Slytherin, and Hufflepuff, and I can't think of the other one. The last one is... Uh, is my house, Ken? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Uh, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, Slytherin. There you go. Ken and Neil getting points on that. Yeah. I feel Ken would be a Slytherin. Yeah, he probably would be a Slytherin. Yeah. Makes sense. My favorite character in the whole book is a Slytherin. I won't say anything more than that, but... No spoilers? No, in case Matt ever chooses to, to go through with reading it or, or watching it. it's too late for I Matt. Cho- I choose not to. Yeah. It's never too I, late. Matt's the Slytherin. <laughs> That's just become clear. Matt, Matt is a Death Eater, though. Matt is clearly the Hufflepuff, okay? Oh, no, Jeff, you're the Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'm being insulted I'm with Ravenclaw. words I don't understand. I'm the Ravenclaw. Are you serious? Neil's the Gryffindor. You are much more of yeah, a Slytherin. Question three. Which band wrote and performed the song Serious? which is used to introduce Chicago Bulls players before every game. Mm-hmm. I have an answer. Yeah, we talked... What, when did we talk about this? This was, like, recent. Um, I believe this was mentioned in one of the uh, wrestling... Yeah, that, oh, that's right. That was with Brendan Conway. It's also mentioned in um, Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. I, I think this is right. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I, you're right. It is the wrestling episode with Brendan Conway. All right, I'm in. Either The Spy Who Shagged well, Me or the first uh, what, one. I can't remember. Do you remember which one? It was the second one. Yeah. I was just going to say this uh, shares a name with uh, Dr. Evil's uh, yeah. project. It's oh, well the then. Yeah. Alan Parsons Project. I also had the Alan Parsons Project. Yeah. I had Rolling Stones, so I'm wrong. Uh, it is conservative rock band of the 1980s, the <laughs> Alan Parsons Project. Question four. I'm a big fan of superlatives, especially geographic ones. What is the deepest river in the world, mm. reaching a maximum depth of over 750 feet? I'll put a river down that I know exists and is famous. Oh, you said river. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the <laughs> You're deepest You're thinking of the lake. deepest lake. That's what I yes. told you, which is Crater Lake. A crater Lake in Russia, yeah. Yeah. That Russia, has a depth Russia, of like... Russia, also the, the home of the deepest hole. The Borla Super Deep Hole. Hmm. And Actually, I believe that's recently been passed. Huh? Somebody holes? drilled a bigger hole? Yeah. Deeper hole. It's not bigger. It's only like yeah. 18 yeah. centimeters yeah. across. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Or 18 inches across. It's not very big. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf did a, a deep hole as another uh, yeah. performance art project. It's holes too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken. Oh, with the Young Sea. I went with the Nile. I went with the Missouri. So uh, I know the Missouri has something with it where I think it's one of the largest water basins. Mm-hmm. Um, the Amazon, I think, moves the most water. The Nile is the longest, but the Congo is oh. the deepest. Question five. Normally a listener submitted question, although I guess technically I do listen to the show. So this one's submitted by me. Jack Bauer worked for what fictional branch of government? This I'm in. a Neil question. I'm just looking right over at Neil's sheet here. Copy his answer. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all of 24. It's great. I really liked it. 24 is great. We did a, uh, a 24 and 24 for season five with some people um, a few years back. That's a fun experiment. I recommend some exercise breaks and eating somewhat healthy. Otherwise, you're going to fall asleep. Actually, right, a I have an 24, answer. Uh, question 24 would be kind of fun for a lay it on me. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, but. Well, don't worry. All you need to know is that the even seasons were original and the odd seasons all had threat of nuclear war. So <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I am in. Also in. All right, Ken? I went with the Department of Justice and shooting people. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it was the counterterrorism unit, CTU. And Neil? CTU. CTU, or counterterrorism unit. I could be more specific, but I know it is. I'm pretty sure you knew it. I I think my favorite scene is when he's um, in that guy's house, and he shoots his wife in the leg. And, oh, he, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, and he, the guy's like really mortified and he's like, it's below the knee. She'll walk again. And like, oh, Wait, did that happen in Taken? <laughs> they, they might have copied that, like, him. That exact thing happened I'm pretty sure Taken. that happened in 24 too. No, no, it? 24. You're correct. Yeah. Taken ripped off 24. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Liam Neeson just goes, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. 
Hamilton. I wanted to write a Hamilton question. Not the one you're thinking you're going to get, though. Hamilton is the capital of what British overseas territory? The Beach Boys would probably want to take you there. Thought about writing this question backwards with like, uh, Hamilton is the capital, or, uh, you know, giving you that and then asking you what the capital is. He's also the first secretary of the treasury, but people know a lot about Hamilton these days. I don't know why. Most of, most of my, any knowledge I have in this question is based on the Beach Boys clue. Yeah, I'm down one and seven here. Oh, you know all seven. You're impressive. I think it's in se- I think it's, I know seven. <laughs> I've written all of them down and crossed okay. them all out. All right. I don't mind that you hate this. That makes it fun. God, it's one and seven. Okay, I'm in. The ones I wrote down, I think in the order, I think it goes Aruba, Jamaica, something that's out of Dana, to Bermuda, Bahamas, come on, pretty mama, Key Largo, Montego, da 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 da, and then Kokomo. Yeah. I was not sure which one was British, so I just went with Bahamas. Uh huh. I originally wrote Bahamas, but I thought that that was a U.S. I think it is territory. too, but I, I didn't know. Uh, so Bahamas is uh, NASA, and it is U- U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Bermuda, which I'm not sure about. Could be. And I also. went with Montego, which is where we go. So I think the Bahamas are an independent nation. Okay. Regardless, you are correct. Oh, NASA is the capital. Well, did we need a passport when we went there? No, but that was... That was because we were on a cruise ship. Oh, okay. Bermuda is a British uh, overseas territory, and its capital is Hamilton. Uh, I had Bermuda, and I crossed it out because Montego sounded more British, I guess. I don't know. You you may have been stuck up on the Wego. So. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> it was John Stamos in my head. Yeah. Singing along with the boys. What more can you ask for? <laughs> Question seven. Beginning an American tradition in 1801, Aaron Burr's daughter, Theodosia, and her new husband honeymooned in this location. Maybe the destination wedding will stop everyone from the office from attending. Don't know the office reference? I do. How do you know it's an office reference? Because there has to be one in every episode. It's always an office reference. <laughs> I like how you went from Hamilton to Aaron Burr. I... I did have that, yeah. I had two guesses. I don't watch The Office, really. It was either Hawaii or Jamaica, so I just put Hawaii. Uh, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. It is Niagara Falls. Mm. I knew Hawaii, but that was too early for Hawaii. But Yeah, I was trying to think. Um, I was thinking, like, just think 1801. Um, mm. That would have been before they were even, like, a kingdom that we recognized. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, probably not going there. But, yep, Niagara Falls. Closing the gap on Neil ever so slightly. <laughs> little by little. Question eight. The song American Woman by the Guess Who makes reference to and is directed towards this woman who actually originates from France. She made her American debut in 1876. Neil's going to overthink this one. Mm-hmm. 100%. Me and Matt have formed a coalition against <laughs> Coalition government over there. All right. And Ken, what did you say for this one? Uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gift from the France, I said Statue of Liberty. Neil? I just put Marie Antoinette there. Oh, that's actually... Marie Antoinette's not a bad answer. (laughs) No, I don't know if she ever made it to the United States, but it was the Statue of Liberty. That was a lot simpler than I was making it out to be in my head. Um, She was Austrian, I believe. And she married a Frenchman. Yes. And became... The wild proponent of cake. Yeah. Hmm. Number nine. Sticking with uh, a theme I touched on in my last episode, I'm going to go the opposite of this this time, though. So I asked last time if you remember uh, what country's capital is the furthest north, which country's capital is the furthest south. And good news to you, there's not a lot of countries in the southern hemisphere, so mm-hmm. this gets easier. I'm in with an incorrect answer. This is this is definitely one of those things where it looks one way on the map, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Argentina, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Ken says Argentina. What did you say, Matt? I thought it was... One of those where South America looks like it's farther south, but it's actually Africa, and I thought South Africa. Okay. Neil? I just put Chile. So uh, none of you were in the right area. It's uh, New Zealand. Yeah, see, and then that was the other thing. So Wellington is the capital which is further south. It was a trick. (laughs) It wasn't. No, it's just... Now that I think about it, I remember that happening. Whatever I heard. One of those look at a map questions. (laughs) One of these days we'll look at a map. (laughs) Today is not that day. Question 10. This famous jazz artist with album titles, including Bitches Brew, was born in Alton, Illinois. I only know one. I'm in. Uh, I just want to say really quick, 
I know everything there is to know about Miles. <laughs> <laughs> it is Miles Davis. I put Miles Davis. I put Miles Davis. I thought it was long overdue that we haven't had a Miles Davis question, so it is Miles Davis. I like how there's no movie questions the entire game. 124 question. That's Jeff feeling bad that I beat him last time. <laughs> Sour grapes. Ken's game. No. No movie questions. But I, I'm glad there's a 24, so that, that made me feel good. You know what? I didn't even think about it on balance. I just was pulling from things that I had written, and uh, movies are not my strong suits. So. My, my last game was pretty uh It was movie, movie heavy. heavy so. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there are four of us. Try and balance it all exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. Going into the final round here, we're going to recap the scores. Making up uh, third place is Matt, 85 points. In second place with 110 would be Ken. And with a slight, slight edge, 115 goes to Neil. Anybody's game. All right. So uh, we are heading into the final round. Just again, brief recap. Uh, they can wager 0 to 30. On these five questions, let me give you the categories. First category, oh boy. The word I'm looking for begins with O. Oh boy. Second category is in television. Third category is in classic literature. Fourth question is in celebrities slash pop culture. And question five is in sports. Yay. All right, the wagers are in. So on to question one. Category again was oh boy. Name the only country in the world to begin with the letter O. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known. I love it. All right. Well, I got one letter. Right. Question two is in television. The Simpsons originally debuted on what variety show? <laughs> Should have bet more. All right. Third question in literature. Gregor Samza is the main character in what 1915 novel? Question four is in pop culture. What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? And so that no one knows I'm playing any tricks. This is his given birth name. So, Question five in sports. Who was the first pinch hitter to hit a home run in the World Series? Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm really struggling with the Simpsons one, too, because I've, I've heard it. Should have gone bigger on that one. That's a fact I actually know. This, this, that pinch hitter question, I'm sure you guys have no idea, but like, there's, there's so many World Series in it. Yeah. If it's not somebody famous, then I have no idea. So I just put down something. Oh, no. It, it's, it's, it's somebody famous. Yeah. So. And I'm all in. Okay. Okay. All right. We are all in. So question one in Oh Boy Wagers uh, were zero for Neil. Matt and Ken both wagering 10. So why don't we start Mistake. with... Why don't we start with Ken? I couldn't even come up with a joke answer for this. So I just... I couldn't write anything. Yeah. Um, I was thinking... If maybe there's a country named Oceana, because I know that's a region, but that's where I got stuck, so I put Oceana. That's not a bad guess. Yeah. I had no idea, and luckily I put, I put zero, so I just put orthopedic. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so uh, it's in the Middle East. Don't know if any of you have heard of the country of Oman. Oman. Oh, God. As soon as he said that, then it comes to me. Is that a joke about, oh boy, Oman? <laughs> no, I... Yes, Oman, right? Like the Jamaicans I... say. 
beer can. I hadn't intended <laughs> it that way, but yeah, it, it was more of a hint than I had thought. Uh, whoops, minus 10 for me. Question two was in the category of television. And uh, everybody betting on this, Ken and Neil both going 10. Matt bet 20. So mm-hmm. let's go to Matt with the high bet. That would be on the Tracy Ullman show. It is the Tracy Ullman show. What'd you uh, say, Ken? I just, I had to tap out and put Carol Burnett. Ah, uh, no, a little uh, little too late for Carol Burnett, but it was the Tracy Ullman yes, show. Yes, I know it's too late. Tracy HBO. Ullman. She actually did a, a voice on the first season. Uh, she played the babysitter who was actually a robber or whatever. But She's great. She was not asked back. And Her she show actually, was really good. She sued the Simpsons repeatedly for more money over because she feels like she got screwed out of millions and millions of dollars, which she probably did. She may have. Yeah. <laughs> Question three, category was in classic literature. And uh, no bet here for Matt tapping out on the uh, the wager. Ken had a high bet of 20, Neil. Split the difference with 10. So let's go to Ken. Yeah, hopefully I can make up my uh, lost 20 points on this one. I went with Metamorphosis by oh. Franz Kafka. Oh, that's right. Um, I I was between for some reason it sounded Russian so I put uh, Anna Karenina or War and Peace and I just chose War and Peace yeah. and I put uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> uh, it is the the Metamorphosis. Oh, I've read that too. Oh. Are you feeling Kafka esque now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if everybody else can overuse it, why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> Question four is in pop culture slash celebrities so uh everybody had some wagers on this uh 30 for neil matt and ken both going 20 so neil what were your thoughts on this i know you had struggled and gone back and forth i couldn't remember if the fact that i read that if it was james or if he was one of the few celebrities whose middle name was just an initial and they never actually had a a middle name so i actually just put J. As I, in the letter J, right? As in the letter J. The middle name is I J. I mean, Homer, Homer Simpson famously had the middle name of J. Yeah. You will always know that it's actually Homer J. Simpson. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was one of those where he changed his name when he became an actor, and his middle name was actually Michael. So I put Michael. Yeah, I know, I know there's a trick to this, because I uh, looked it up before. I also went with Michael. So you guys are on to something. Oh. It should be Michael A. Fox. Because he was Michael Andrew Fox. Oh, never, never would have been that. That was also something where I wanted to know what the J stood for and was shocked to find that it didn't stand for anything starting with J. My 20 points. I mean, you're all the biggest loser on this one, so yeah. no big. So his, the J doesn't stand for anything? No, it doesn't. Hmm. But his actual name, his given name, which is why I specified that, is Michael Andrew Fox. Yeah, Michael A. Fox doesn't sound as good. No. Good po- Good call, Michael. If you're listening, we hope you are, which you're not. We're, we're very pro Canadians. So on to question five, we had sports. So we can probably guess that Matt had the high wager here with 30 and Neil going 10, Ken tapping out no wager. So what did you say, Matt, who was the first pinch hitter to hit a home run in the world series? Yeah, I figure if, if you're going to ask the question, it has to be someone famous. It has to be someone from an earlier world series. Uh, Yankees were in a whole bunch of world series. I went with Babe Ruth. What'd you say, Neil? Yeah, I had the same reasoning that if you were going to do a sports question, you probably wouldn't do anything hard. Um, and I figured Babe Ruth might have pinched in at one point and hit a home run, so I put Babe Ruth. All right, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there? That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, drawing back on my knowledge from our uh special baseball bonus episode and i went with rusty Kuntz. well uh you were onto something in so far as it was a yankee gentleman uh but the future ain't what it used to be was was rusty Kuntz a yankee he was not a yankee no he's a twin that was yogi Berra. yogi Berra. there were two rusty Kuntz. really that so it had to have been the 40s yeah yeah late 40s early 50s i can't remember exactly the year but yeah first one to uh, do it in the world series I don't really don't bet a lot in these final rounds and I figured the celebrity pop culture one would be a little more like celebrity pop culture but so I bet big so I'm pretty sure I lost but uh, it was fine it was, I, know, it was I for might fun. have I, I lost a lot on that last question <laughs> so I want a little obscure the only the most famous pinch hit home run I could think of is uh Kirk Gibson did in the 79 I think 79 World Series for the Dodgers and it was kind of one of the more famous ones all right everybody was thoroughly 
thrashed in that last one. Everybody losing points net overall. So Neil and Matt both lost 40. Perfect. Ken lost only 20. All right. uh, so your final scores, Matt with 45, Neil 75, and this week's cream of the crop with 90, Ken. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. Congratulations, Ken. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was uh, that was fun. Feels mm-hmm. good to be the cream once again after a long uh, sabbatical. Yeah, even if I bet zero across the board, I would have lost by five points. So, you know, I figure just, just go big and figure it out later. Yeah, my bets were pretty middling, but uh turned out okay for me. Well, that's our way, right? You just bet big and hope for the best. <laughs> so uh, before we close it out here, I think uh, Neil had something he wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, so we really appreciate all of your emails, uh, that you're listening, that you're enjoying the show or interacting with the show. Uh, as a team, we, we like to go out and play trivia at different places to kind of cross-promote, let people know what we're doing, hand out cards, things like that, because our favorite listeners are obviously people who like playing trivia at a pub or wherever they might be. So we were at a location playing trivia, and we happened to win that night, which you know isn't always the case, but uh, we played a really good game. And immediately as we walked out of the door, within maybe a minute of getting out the door, we, we got a ping on our email. And this email came in. We were uh, really excited. We were really excited. We said, hey, you know what? Uh, our turnover rate of uh, you know attracting new fans is really quick now. And you know we must have handed out the cards to the right people. So the email we got that we were excited about, it had the subject line, I just wanted to say that, dot, dot, dot. And in all caps, stop passing out your cards. Nobody cares, losers. Boo, 13 middle finger emojis. <laughs> yeah, so th- <laughs> thanks for that, guy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate your email and your feedback. And all, we'll take feed, it, all feedback is appreciated. Yeah, we'll take it into consideration and uh, we'll flick ourselves off and see I mean, how. And we're still going to pass out our cards, though. We're, yeah, we still are. And, and Sowie. As Ken, Ken has said it before, we don't claim to be the best trivia team. We just like playing and we do this for you. So just keep listening and keep flicking us off as long as you're listening. And uh, talk more smack on Facebook because we love it. All right, Jeff, you want to take us out? Thank you, Ken. So if you want to reach out with us, best way now to do that is just go directly to our website. It's got links to all of our Facebook, Twitter, and uh, you can send us your questions directly there. Again, that is trivialitypodcast.com. So we're very excited about that. Uh, Matt's been working on the website. We've got some other stuff that we're, we want to do with that. So love to hear from you. For Ken, Matt, Neil, and myself, that was Triviality. situation before. I think I got these scars. From wolves? F***ing wolves. Now let's get out of here. Ah! Ah!